Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The class action lawsuit and settlement for more than $10.3 million is now moving forward with the preliminary approval of the federal court. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, this is the first of its kind in the entire nation, a class action lawsuit that has now resulted in a substantial settlement of more than $10.3 million against North Shore University Health System in Illinois. That agreement has been entered into between Liberty Council on behalf of our clients who are plaintiffs in the case and North Shore's counsel and North Shore, the very large healthcare employer in Illinois. The federal judge has now approved that, given what they call preliminary approval. This is what happens when you have a class approval. The judge has to give preliminary approval, and that approval, number one, certifies the class, two, certifies the counsel on the case as counsel for the class, which is our Liberty Council team, including me, our counsel. Uh, you have to be approved by the court to continue the class. Certifies that obviously the class is a good class, that the plaintiffs represent the class, and then certifies the process and the settlement process. So that's what's happened. Uh, the time frames are now moving forward where we have information on our webpage about this particular class settlement. And so we are now in the process of notifying all the potential class members, which could be around 500-plus members. And then the final approval, once all the class is notified and that process is followed, is in December of this year, where the judge then looks at all the things that have happened in between this preliminary settlement agreement and approval and December to make sure that all has been done well and is completed, and then the final approval takes place and the distribution of the funds then begin after that final approval in December. Of course, and this all started when we sued on behalf of hundreds, so about 500 or so healthcare workers that worked at North Shore University Healthcare System that were basically kicked to the curb for not taking the COVID shot. They filed for their religious exemption, they were denied, and as a result of this lawsuit, North Shore has had to change its policy and accept religious accommodations like it's supposed to under the law. But all these medical professionals have been kicked out, fired, because they have a religious exemption, because they do not want to take a COVID shot. Basically, that's associated with uh, aborted fetal cells. That's right. A lot of these um, medical people, there's our clients who are plaintiffs, and then there's all these others, about 500 or so individuals, and they were actually facing this mandate. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some within that class of individuals who were terminated or they left because they just would not take the COVID shots. And we're talking doctors, nurses, you know, assistants, all types. And then there's a smaller number that actually, under pressure, took the COVID shots but they didn't want to, and the religious accommodation request was denied, and those individuals 
did not lose any income, but their religious beliefs were violated. So what happened was North Shore, back in September, they started denying everybody that had a religious exemption. When they realized that what we pointed out, they were giving some medical exemptions, and consequently you can't argue that you can give a medical exemption but not a religious exemption. Because if you're trying to avoid, quote, harm, the alleged, quote, harm is the same whether you have the exemption for this reason or for that reason. And so they had given medical exemptions. When they realized that that caused a big problem for them, then what they did was they started revoking the medical exemptions, even for pregnant workers who had a temporary medical exemption because of their pregnancy. And some of them were then notified, even though they had a medical exemption, we're going to revoke your medical exemption because we don't want to give any religious exemptions. So this hospital literally was very much denying every religious accommodation request across the board. They were not doing an individualized assessment regarding the sincerity of their belief, regarding whether they could accommodate them. And you think about this. Before there was a mandate in, say, September of 2021, what did the hospital do between February, March of 2020 and a year and a half plus later, September of 2021? During COVID. During COVID. What all did they do? All these people that worked, these healthcare workers that worked during COVID. They all worked during COVID. And what did they do? Obviously, they accommodated them. These healthcare workers ran to the front lines. They worked with people who were COVID positive or they were around people who were COVID positive. Some of them got COVID, but they went back to work again and again and again. Many of them recovered from COVID, so they have natural immunity. But what they did was they accommodated them and they, they did not shut down the hospitals. The employees were faithful. They went to work. The employers provided whatever kind of PPE, and even at the very beginning, they didn't even have much of that. They had to reuse some of the PPE. Some of it, obviously, we now know is ineffective anyway and problematic in itself, such as masking, but they were willing to do that. They were willing to quarantine if they got exposed or get sick. They were willing to accommodate and work through this process. And it all worked, right? And the hospitals didn't fail and they continued to operate. But all of a sudden they flipped a switch and said, okay, you've got to get the jab. Yeah. So or you well, fired. why can't you now do today what you did yesterday and the months before that? Why can't you continue to accommodate us? It's policy, not science, right? It's policy. It's not science. And so they said no to religious exemptions. Well, there's a federal law called Title VII that requires that employers that have 15 or more employees, whether it's public or private employers, can't discriminate on the basis of religion. So if somebody raises a religious accommodation request, you can't just simply deny them all across the board. But that's what North Shore did. So we filed suit last year in 2021. And as the litigation progressed, they got these large employment law firms to represent them, and the more it became apparent that they did not have a good case, we entered into the nation's first class action, class-wide settlement of $10,337,500, in which all of these people will be compensated. Those that lost their jobs or quit for whatever reason because of this mandate they will get compensated for their loss. 
The plaintiffs will also get some additional compensation because they stood up. They'll get compensation, plus they'll get an, a bonus compensation. And then those who didn't have any economic damages but their religious freedom was violated, they'll also get compensated as well. Everybody gets compensated. And they also get their jobs back if they want them at the same seniority level, right? Exactly. All their jobs are now available, same seniority. And then all of the policies are changed, so every position now is open for religious accommodation, as it should have been before. Yes, yes. So it's a complete change of policy. They get their jobs back with no loss of seniority, and they get compensated. So it's an amazing settlement and that North has Shore been secured. And changes its policy. And now, you know what, this case sends a wake-up call to other employers mm -hmm. across the country not to do this thing, not to just simply disregard people's religious accommodations. North Shore was not alone in doing this. Mm -hmm. We worked with lots and lots and still are employees of many employers, and many employers did the exact same thing that North Shore did, deny these religious accommodation requests across the board. The good news now is we've got a settlement that's signed with North Shore. We've got the judge's preliminary approval on that case. Now the notification of the class gets into process. And then finally we go to a final hearing later this year for the final approval and the distribution of these resources to these healthcare heroes of all people. The healthcare workers have been heroes like our service members because they did not shut down. They could not do remote work. They ran to the point of danger, not knowing what they were getting into, and they continued to help people, whether they had COVID or whether they had other conditions in these hospitals. The last people that should have been terminated would be these healthcare workers. We're going to continue to battle for them and many others across the country, whether it's students, employees, and service members. Go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. Become an active partner of Liberty Council and make a difference in your community and across the nation. The website again, lc.org.